Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hi, guys. Welcome back to It's Me, Tinks, live exclusively on Radio Andy, Channel 102. Guys, I, like all of us, am so devastated by what's going on right now with Israel and Palestine. My wish is for peace. No human being should ever face an act of terrorism, period. Especially not children, women, the elderly. Violence against children is particularly unacceptable, and we must unanimously condemn it. I know that every listener of this show will join me in praying for peace and an end to the violence. Guys, there's absolutely no easy transition after that, so I'm just going to dive into our first caller. Hello, hello, Allie. Are you there? Oh, wow. Hi. 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 How are you? Good morning. What's going on? First of all, that was a nice, um, yes, we're all standing with you on prayers for the people. Absolutely. Um, So first things first, love your podcast. Love you. Thank you. Been a long time follower. Yeah, you're amazing. You're like the younger big sister that I never had. Oh, thank you for saying that. That's so sweet. Thanks. What's going on in your life? So you had a caller maybe three or so weeks ago named Olivia. Okay who was calling about a potential jealous boyfriend and he was controlling. And you basically, it was like you were shaking her through the phone saying like, wake up. And I was going through something particular at that time that it felt like you were saying it directly to me. And I was with a very jealous, um, I guess, narcissistic guy for seven months. And it was terrifying. And you're the reason I got out. Oh, I'm I want to so say thank glad. you for that. Oh, thank goodness. I'm really, really glad. Yeah. I, yeah. Go on. Sorry. I, I think, no, it's fine. I think it's, I think one, I, I'm a very strong person and it was crazy that I got caught up in it. So I think that your advice is amazing, but I'm embarrassed to say, and I feel a lot of shame that I'm having trouble, like actually getting over him. And I wonder if you had any advice for that. Cause I, it's embarrassing because no, he's don't an be awful embarrassed. human. No, but that doesn't. Listen, our brain, sometimes our brains are so smart and sometimes they can't separate things. And you really, the first thing I want you to do is step out of judgment because you're, it's, it's honestly pointless to judge your emotions and we all do it, which is so funny, but it's actually just a fool's errand because it's your emotions. You're feeling it. And I think that that's step one to stop judging yourself. It is completely normal that even if someone was toxic and jealous and, you know, not good for you, that you are still, you know, having a little trouble to get over him. In fact, I think that as women, because we're natural fixers, sometimes those are the harder Mm -hmm. people to get over because we keep running it over and over in our mind. We're like, why couldn't we fix them? Like we were so close. And if he just fixed that, then it would be fine. And this, that, and the third. So I would just treat it like a normal breakup, but I would constantly try to remind yourself of why you broke up. 
And this is where I would say Uh, writing a list. Like, I am so psycho, and sometimes I think that this is really weird that I do this, but, like, when I'm breaking up with someone, sometimes even before I break up with them, I will write detailed things in my in my phone of like how I felt at certain moments not just like oh my god I did that yes so okay so you need to do that but like detailed not just like oh he was a really jealous guy I'm talking about like that time we went to the park and we were sitting there and that dog was like I was playing with that guy's dog and he got super jealous and I felt embarrassed and I felt like my cheeks were getting hot like really go into where you were mentally Mm -hmm. during that time Mm -hmm. and try to conjure that because that's a very powerful experience then you can be like damn I never want to feel embarrassed again or another thing I'll do is like if I'm if I'm thinking of the person that wasn't good for me, I will try to flip it and use that time instead to like manifest and positively think of how I want to feel with my Mm. next boyfriend and be like, oh my God, I just know my next boyfriend will be super this or that. Or like, I want to feel happier. I want to feel really supported and kind of rechannel that energy because, you know, usually when you're, you're thinking of an ex in a creative way and your, your mind is like spinning over them, your mind is, it's in that headspace. You're in that headspace where you want to imagine something. So I try to switch it from, Mm. from looking in the past to try and manifesting for the future. absolutely love that and i appreciate that and i was just also one maybe if olivia could call in and we could make sure that she's okay because i i agree yeah no i know i remember i I remember i do too and it's just like there's nothing an insecure man is very scary and 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 that's what jealousy is in men is like it's insecurity and that is very scary and i think we were all kind of like kind of on pins and needles on that call because we were like girl you got to get out now and I don't want to be I I remember because I was like I don't want to be alarmist but I you know I just feel like this is the beginning and it just it it doesn't go anywhere good it happens so fast exactly so fast too well and I thought it was interesting what you you said about you're a really confident person and like you you know you're not a pushover or by any means or whatever but it still happens and it happens in the blink Mm -hmm. of an eye and all of a sudden you look up and you're like what is going on I'm defending the fact that I was speaking to uh the barista you know all of a sudden you look you're you look up and you're like how did I get here how did this happen um and and it's it happens fast so I agree I hope she calls back in and, and tells us how she's doing and um I'm really proud of you for getting out and don't judge yourself and just um every day will be better and you're gonna meet someone soon who makes you realize how good it was that you got out when you did I love you for that you're a goddess thank you so much for all you do I love you have a great week bye babe all right see you thanks yeah, I I remember that really upset me. And that call and you know what, guys, after that call, I received floods of DMs from women saying, I married that jealous guy and we got divorced because he became, you know, really, really possessive and other things. And it's just it's not good. And I I I guess what I'm trying to say is that call elicited a really strong reaction from our audience because Do I believe people can change? Yes. But do I think that jealousy and insecurity is one of the hardest attributes to change about a person? Also, yes, especially in men, because if they have that deep insecurity and they're trying to fix it through controlling their partner, that's not the way that you fix jealousy. The way that you fix jealousy and insecurity is by fixing what's going on in yourself. So, um, I really, really important call we just had and thoughts going out to anyone who is dealing with that sort of situation right now in their life. Okay, let's go to Samantha. Hi, Samantha. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm doing so good. (laughs) First of all, thank you so much for everything you do. You make all of our lives and days so much better. Thank you. That's so sweet. Thank you for calling. How's your week going? What's going on? My week is going great. I have kind of a crazy thing to ask you, and I can't believe I'm even going to say oh, it out loud it. on like, no, the radio. Tell us. <laughs> so a couple, about a year and a half ago, I was with some family members um, at one of their like sort of holiday homes, and they're a lot older than me. Okay. Like this is not my generation, and mm-hmm. they had one of their best friends there, and he's single and really cute and but he's a lot older than me so I knew nothing was you know it wasn't going to go anywhere but we ended up hooking up a lot 
for a couple of months whenever we'd see each other. And then it sort of just fizzled out, which was fine. I mean, that's what all, I mean, we made it really clear from the start. That's all it was. Okay. And we haven't seen each other in like a year and a half. Wait, how old is he? Tell us. How old old is he? I don't want to say we don't, we're no, it's not. We're non-judgment zone. How old? Okay. He's like my dad's age. That's fine. I'm 24. Okay. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. It's fine. We all have had a fling. We all have had a fling with an older man. And you sound like you have your head screwed on. I'm I'm not I'm not concerned. Okay. So now and so it's been all you're hooking up and now what's happening? It's been like a year and a half. We haven't really seen each other. All is well and good. And I'm going on vacation with, actually with my dad and a couple of my family members, and we're leaving in two days, and I found out this morning that he's coming with us. Stop. And it's kind of close quarters, because we're all in, like, tents, and I don't know what to do. Oh, my God. Wait. I'm assuming your family doesn't know that you're hooking, you've hooked up with him. Oh, God, no. They can never find out. And what about your family, your, the family members whose house you stayed at originally? Did they know? No, but they're also coming. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is going to be crazy. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out for you. Well, it's going to be fine. However, I will say, and I'm just, I'm preparing you. I will say I think that your family is going to figure it out because families are really smart and intuitive. And you need to decide if you're going to be, I think you need to decide now kind of like I don't know dude that's crazy oh my god so how do you feel do you feel scared excited I'm gonna I'm about to make it worse I'm about to tell you something that's gonna make it so much worse he's my cousin's godfather oh my (laughs) oh my god oh my god okay you know what they cannot find out no they can't find out they can't they can't they can't because they'll they will honestly be they'll be upset and they'll they'll just take it like look I believe you you sound smart I think you I think you've got a good head on your shoulders I think you know what you're doing you're having fun we've all had a crazy fling with an older guy whatever whatever (laughs) no no harm no foul however I do think that you're it, it will cause I think that it will cause more trouble than it actually is like I would tell you if I thought that there was something wrong or I was concerned but I think if your family finds out they will be they'll be like you know, it will be a family reaction because they're your, you're their daughter. And like, you know, yeah. they don't view you that way. And I, I get it. So you need to, yeah, I think you need to te- call him. Don't even text. Don't even have anything in writing. Okay. I think you need to call him and be yeah. like, look, so wait, so just so I'm clear, you haven't seen him in a year and a half. Yeah. Okay. I think I maybe bumped into him once, but like not really. Okay. So I would call him. And I would say, I, you know, I I love having fun with you and it's great, but I really don't want my family to find out. It's really important to me. And I, I mean, you can even kind of like appeal to his ego and be like, you know, I'm sure I'm going to want to flirt with you, but it's important to me that my family never finds out that we hooked up. I'm sure you understand. And if he's a good yeah. guy, which sounds like he is, he'll go, of course. And then you got to just yeah. kind of keep it, keep it tight. Like you gotta, I mean, me, like I wear my emotions on my sleep. So I, I would find it difficult if I had hooked yeah. up with someone to like be chill around them. Cause like, you know, you can't help it. You like smirk when you see them or you're at a yeah. dinner conversation you're having, it's flirty, whatever. So I, exactly, <laughs> you got to give yourself a pep talk and you got to be like, no, like I, I cannot do this shit and you've got to tell him and, um, Yeah. Oh my God! How long is the trip? Okay, we're the only single ones. We're the only single ones on the trip. It's a week and a half, and it's like in the middle of nowhere. Oh shit! Oh my God! Yeah, it's ten days in two countries. Wow. Mm. That is a predicament. That's a pickle. I'm. I'm not gonna lie to you, girl. Yeah. Um. You can do it. You can do it. And honestly, if you get to the other side, I I think that you should hook up with him one more time because I think it will be like the most crazy buildup of anything. Um, but yeah, you got to just you've got to just keep it keep it tight. You got to just and be careful with things like your phone, like texting him during because I think that 
I think that it will be in the details. The devil is in the details. You know, it's always the cover up, not the crime. It'll be something if you get caught, it will be some sideways glance where your mom catches your eye and she's like, why are you? I swear to God, because parents have they have supernatural powers. Okay, okay, like they actually do. So just be careful. They've never met him. Yeah, so that's also, yeah. And and also just, like, be careful. I'm not that good. I'm I'm actually a really bad liar, which is annoying. But, like, my voice goes really high. Yeah. So if they're like, oh, you know, how's, oh, Joe Schmo seems nice. Don't be like, oh, yeah, Joe Schmo is a really, really nice guy. I've met him before. Like, just be like, yeah. Like, just prep yourself. Like, pretend you are literally Nicole Kidman and you're doing an Oscar-worthy performance and that you you just, okay. you've got to lock it up. And you and call him before. He, because the thing is, like, he, okay. all jokes aside, he is more of an adult. He is an adult. And he should, if he's a good person, he should be like, 100%, I agree. We got to keep this tight. And I'm going to lead the way. Yeah. So, call him. Okay. Be yeah. please, please, please email me because I need to know what happens. But you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. You got this. You got this. Okay. I, I love you. you. Okay. Have so, the best no time. <laughs> Have the best trip. <laughs> Thank um, you so much. Enjoy sending lots of love and strength and good acting skills. <laughs> Bye, babe. Thank you. I need it. Bye. Bye. Oh my god, you guys, that is so crazy. A week and a half is. A really long time. I remember when I was like 16, I think I've spoken before about my first ever love. His name was Matt, um, Matt Eberhardt, if you're out there, remember me. And he's from Texas. And I was probably like 16 when we met. We were in on a family trip together. I mean, not together, but like we were both on the same, like it was to the Galapagos Islands, random I know, but it was a really small group. And so it was like my family, his family, and like one other family. And when I tell you that I was obsessed with him in a sick way, like I saw him and I was like, I'm in love with that man. And it was the first time I'd ever been in love. And it was like, my mom knew, like she knew instinctively. She was looking at me and she's like, why are you acting so weird? Like you're obsessed with that guy. And I was like, no, I'm not. And I had just met him. So moms have supernatural powers, as we know. Damn, I wonder because honestly, there's nothing hotter than being not allowed to hook up with someone. I wonder if our friend is going to make it the whole time. She better if there's if they're intense and they're with their families. She can't no slip ups, man. No slip ups. Uh, okay, let's talk to Emily. Hi, Emily. How are you? Hello. Oh my gosh, hi, is that me? Yes. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you, Ching? I'm good. Thanks for calling. What's going on? Um, well, I just wanted to say, you know, obviously everyone says thank you for everything, but seriously, thank you. So um, I wish I had you four years ago, um, which is the story that I want to tell you Ooh, um, today. Tell me. Yes, please yes. tell me what, what so happened. It's a, <laughs> so it's about my ex and, you know, everyone has, you know, those crazy ex stories yeah. when they're 18, 19. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, it would be beneficial for people to hear Definitely. today that it does get better. Yeah. But um, so the context of the story, so this is in 2019, and it was my first boyfriend, and I was in college. Okay. Um, and we had this Spanish class together. Um, and, you know, he had done some sketchy things before, and I didn't have the willpower, the strength, you know, to break it off uh, when I did. But so he had gotten this girl's snapchat in our spanish class and i didn't think anything of it because he had told me that it was to get homework or like questions if she had anything because she was more excelled um in that realm so Mm. like to me it made sense because i was like i can you know she can help me as well um yeah but i didn't think anything of it he asked for her snapchat he asked for her Snapchat. Right. Yeah, he asked for Snapchat. Can I, yeah. I? I'm I'm really, really not even trying to be like boomer vibes, but since I am like over ten years older than you, I'm genuinely wondering, like, if is that is that would that be completely normal? Like, would he ask for her Snapchat over her number, even if it was for something like homework? That's not a dumb. I'm not trying to play dumb. I'm genuinely asking because I think it's important context because we have listeners of all age on this sh- on the show. So, like, would that be just normal to ask for some, even if you have a girlfriend? Like, oh, you're gonna ask for another girl's Snapchat or? Um, no, so like that's totally not normal. Okay, um, okay, but that's why this is like just a crazy story because. Um, I just let it happen. Right, you know? right, 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 right. Um, 
and he had done it before. So to answer your question, no, it's not normal okay. at okay. all. And uh, so that was like when they have a girlfriend. Exactly. Right? So that's suspicious thing number one. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Right. Number one. Okay. Yeah. So um, we were already on the path to break up, um, but you know we did the whole thing. We broke up in March. We got back together. You did. We did the whole secretive thing. Whatever. Um, so at this point, we were seeing each other in April, um, and um, I go to New York for a week and come back. He offers to pick me up um, from the airport, which I thought was super nice because at this point we were on good terms. Right. Um, but so we're driving home, and he had told me to check his phone for something. And you know, there's this is all trauma, right? So I blacked out like exactly what he asked yeah. me. But I was on his phone, um, and he told me to check Snapchat for something, and I see this girl's name. And so I was like, okay, whatever. Like maybe I missed Spanish homework or something. Me being dumb, right? Yeah. And I scroll over. And I scroll to the top, and there was a saved message from her. Um, and I don't know if you, like, remember. I don't know if it's the same thing today because I don't have Snapchat anymore. But back then, like, you could save messages. Yeah, I remember if that. Someone yeah. Else, yeah. Yeah. If someone else saved the message, like, you can't delete it. Yes, like, if exactly. if you sent it and they yeah. saved it. Yeah. So he or she had saved a message that from him that said, Please don't tell anyone about this. It would be really weird if if it got out. I really appreciate it. And oh those were like God. the three messages. Oh my! God. I know. And so, at this point, like I remember, like hysterically screaming and being like, "Who the f is this? Like, yeah. oh. like what the f does this mean?" Yeah. Um, oh. And so, at this point, we pulled over because he was bawling like pathetically and. He was telling me that the only thing that had happened was that she had given him a blowjob. <gasps> and I was like, there's just no, like, be so for real. No, that is literally. Not the truth. Yeah, that's like, and also it's so <laughs> yeah, funny but, that boys lying, being like, they think that that's better. Like, oh, just a blowjob. Oh, yeah. She was just yeah. sucking on your cock. So no, no harm, no foul. Like, shut <laughs> up. Oh, my God. I know. I know. And like, again, like what I said in the beginning, like, I wish I had the strength that I do now, but. Um, I just, you know, stopped talking to him for a few days. He sent me messages, um, and uh, I didn't respond. But he had texted me, this is, like, maybe, like, a week later. And uh, at this point in my life, in 2019, I was, like, religious, whatever. So what, I would go to the chapel on our campus to just for peace and, like, mm -hmm. just to think and yeah. reflect and stuff. And so I knew the whole time that, I just had this icky feeling that he was lying to me. And like when you're, um, when someone's lying, like, you know, right. Of course. And so, yeah. Um, uh, he had texted me where I was cause I was ignoring him and I was like, okay, like I'm here. You can come and like talk to me, whatever. And so he comes and I say to him, I mean, I don't know if this is manipulative of me or not, but, um, he turns to me and I say, um, like you cannot lie in God's house. Mm -hmm. Like if you're lying to me, like this is not the place to do it. And he starts immediately bawling. Oh, um, God. And he admits to hooking up with that girl. But then he says, and I hooked up with another girl. <gasps> and then Tinks, he says, I hooked up with both of them at the same time. And I kid you not, like I was hysterically screaming like ball like I mean I, oh you know I was God. 18 19 I know I was 18 Dude. 19 so like whatever I mean that doesn't excuse anything but um like I just didn't have any control over my emotions so that was um you know what happened and obviously it was very easy for me to get over him because of all the trauma right. and like it's completely blocked out but um when you were on your pod talking about like where they find the audacity, yeah. like it must be on discount or whatever yeah. you said. I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> yeah. And I thought of this story and like, God. I just, I'm I just thought so I needed to sorry. share it because yeah. no, no, it's totally fine because 
you know, I learned so much from it about myself. And like three years later, I'm in a really healthy relationship. Oh, I'm so so. glad. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, first of all, thank you for sharing because I feel like there's so many people probably out there going through similar situations. And I feel like being cheated on can feel so isolating. And I feel like it really helps to hear Mm -hmm. other people's stories and to hear them say, you know, not only did I get over it, but now I'm thriving. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that that the audacity. They just it's never ending. It's a it's an overflowing cup of audacity that men get to drink from every single day and I just I I I just I don't know. But um wow, so he had a threesome and cheated. Okay, well, you know what? You're <laughs> b- b- good riddance, buddy. Good riddance. And I'm so proud of you that you're stronger. And I also do I I'm also proud that you like channeled it and you you're able to like reflect on how much you've grown since then and you know it's also for anyone out out there going through a difficult situation right now so you can't always see like in the moment you're like what is the purpose of this really shitty being cheated on or you know feeling horrible like this and now you know not only did you grow stronger and have all this self-growth but now you're in an amazing relationship and you're probably a better and stronger partner for having been through that because you know yourself better you know your worth and um yeah I'm just I'm really happy for you Yes. Thank you so much. I love you so much. Thank you for everything again. Lots of love. Have a great week. Bye, babe. Oh my gosh, what a cutie. Okay, you guys, we are going to take a super quick break, but I want to talk to all of you. So if you're on the line, stay on the line. If you want to join the conversation, call me. It's 844-305-ANDY now. This is It's Me Tinks Live. I will be right back. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to It's Me Dinks Live on Radio Andy at Channel 102. I'm Tinks, and this is our weekly time to talk to each other live in real time. Have you guys been watching um, Beckham on Netflix? I am so in love with the Beckhams. It's crazy. I always was obsessed with them. And I really, I was always posh when I, when I was little because... Um, I had brown hair and I don't know, I guess I had like kind of her haircut and whatever. I was just, that was always my role when we played Spice Girls. Um, I wanted to be baby. I think everybody wanted to be a baby, which is like so basic, but whatever. Um, Now I like, I'm obsessed with Victoria Beckham. And if you haven't watched the documentary, it is so insanely well done. Couple thoughts. First of all, if it's not like what they have, I, I don't want it. I'm serious. I'm so serious, you guys. If I don't have that type of connection, that is my new um, bar. And so it's a high bar. I mean, but it was already a high bar. So now at least I have something to visualize. And I've talked before about how I have certain couples in my life, which they have such great relationships and loves that I, I like being around them because it's a reminder of what's possible. And now the Beckhams are firmly in that uh, camp for me where I just am like, if I don't have that type of rapport and I love the way that they kind of like nag each other and like make fun of each other. It's just, it's everything to me. I love the way they raise their kids. I loved it. So that's the first thing. Second of all, I had no memory of the abuse that David Beckham got during that time with the when he I don't you know messed up the kick or people thought he was bad or whatever I mean talk about cancel culture I it's that's insane I don't know how anyone would withstand that it was like cancel culture before social media wearing the like the David Beckham kicked me shirts the booing could you imagine trying to do your job 
on the field, you're in a, you know, comp, a freaking game and people are booing for you, even though they support your team. It's insane. It's, it's insane. But anyway, it's, I'm actually not finished with this series yet, but I am obsessed with them. I highly recommend it. It's like phone level zero. Um, and I just love them so much. I just think they're so cool. Like all their kids are beautiful. I just also the way that they all love the Harper seven, like they just adore her. You can tell she's just like their angel, the baby of the family. It's so cute. I'm obsessed. And I love Victoria Beckham clothes. Like talk about a dream show for me to go to. I'm obsessed with Victoria Beckham. Um, okay. Let us talk Beckham obsession rant over. Uh, let's talk to Isabel. Hi, Isabel. How are you? Oh my god, my my heart is racing. This is this is crazy. I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm glad you got through. What's going on? Yeah, wow. There's so many things I could ask you. Um, but kind of what's on my mind today is just some advice around like taking life a little bit less seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I I grew up in a family that's like hyper focused on productivity and like mm-hmm. even things that are like supposed to be joyful, it's like how do we like focus on like the planning? Are we going on vacation? And like on vacations, we're like planning the next vacation. Yeah, um, I get that. I... And so it's just like a muscle memory that I've like built. And it's like a hard place to like get out of, you know? Yes. Yes. Um, so just kind so of, reor- like... yeah, sorry. Say more, say more. So why, why is this coming up for you now? Is it, is, are you just finding in your adult life that you, you want to find more joy? Are you finding that it's affecting your personal life? Say more, because I think this is a topic that many people are interested in. And you're right. It is very hard to shake our familial uh, kind of structure that we grew up with. Yeah, I think like part of it is, so I'm, I'm one of four and my older sister and I are both like biological siblings and my younger two siblings are adopted. And mm. like, because of that, there's just like a lot of like heaviness among like just trauma on like all parts of the family yeah. from like what that causes. And so like going home, home can be like, it's like, I, I love my family. We're super connected, but it's also just like, there's so many dynamics that yeah. are like constantly present when we're at home. Yeah. Um, and my brother's on the spectrum too. So it's just like, yeah. a lot of family dynamics that make it hard for any of us to like break that. And so I think like part of it is like going into the holidays and like going home for yeah. two weeks. It's like, how do I create joy even in a place that's like everyone's kind of resistant to it and uncomfortable with it. Even if it's like ultimately what we all want, it's just like not a place that we're used to. Like it's it's not energy we're used to, used to having. And then, um, so as I was just like thinking about kind of goals going into the rest of the year, I like yeah. just finished a big application, um, that has kind of like made even joyful moments, just like stressful. And so as I kind of think about like, what do I want? Yeah. The rest of my year to look like a lot of that is joy. And so I would just love any thoughts on like how to yeah. kind of move out of the, that like headspace and yeah. First of all, I just want to thank you because I there's so much vulnerability in your question and in your voice. And I think this is a really nuanced thing. But I, I actually think that you it's very, very common what you're going through and in multiple ways. First of all, I think that a lot of families carry heaviness without even meaning to, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's yeah. just how it is sometimes. And and, uh, I, you know, I think about like the grace that we give our parents. I think about that a lot. And it's like, you Mm -hmm. know, sometimes our parents and I think about my own parents like this a lot, too. I think like, why are you so serious or why are you so like your tone is like that or why are you yelling or whatever? And then I think, man, for for my entire upbringing, they were just trying to make it through. And as we enter adulthood Mm -hmm. and we start to create our own families or think about creating our own families and start to forge a life, you start to understand why parents got to that place, why they were so stressed out, why they were so serious. Because, I mean, I can barely take care of myself and I'm one lady with two (laughs) cats. And I, you know, you think about... You know, you think about your parents who are incredible, who adopted two kids like that's literally a gift. That's a miracle. That's that is the purest goodness on this earth. Right. And you're like, they probably had a lot of shit on their mind. They had a lot to deal with. And so Mm -hmm. over time that 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 compounds and that 
crystallizes and and then you look up and you're like damn like I haven't seen them laugh or they haven't had a joke in a while but but I think that I think yeah. one important thing to always like which for me as well I'm talking to everybody not just you is like really having compassion about where our parents are coming from okay now yeah. let's talk about the holidays and, and your joy in your own life so I think that they're connected because one really great way that you can bring levity and joy to your family is by being the joy and I know that sounds mm -hmm. cheesy and corny but like by that I mean if you if you start to really feel it in your own life and then maybe you kind of you kind of share that by by just bringing your whole self home so uh, how do you do that in your own life so you just said you finished this this application and I hope that means you have a little space to breathe right now um and I think that with joy and levity and happiness, it really does start with the small things. I haven't mentioned this yeah. article in a while, but there's an article that really changed my life, like truly changed my life um, on Goop a while back. And I will link it in the show notes um, of today. But it awesome. es essentially says like why you should seek joy because happiness is more of a measure of contentment over time whereas joy is something that you can mm -hmm. seek every single day but joy it starts a lot smaller than people think it could be something as small as you wear a bright sweater or you walk an extra 10 minutes out of the way to get your special latte which by the way I did this morning because I was like I have, a, I have a lot going on there's a lot of shit I just need a little joy I left 10 minutes early and I got my favorite coffee and it made me happy because it's a small treat but it's like I did it because I just wanted it and it would be a good feeling and it would be a moment of joy in my day so it's like yeah because why not why yeah. not exactly and do things that even seem even sillier than that like Whatever it is, getting your nails painted a funny color or rewatching a Christmas movie that's like early in October because you want to, like whatever it is, mm -hmm. you have to do those things every single day. And over time, they build up and your joy level rises and your happiness level rises. And it's like doing those silly things. And when you're home, you know, you can grab one of your siblings and say, hey, do you remember when we were kids and we would go to this place, this bakery, whatever, I'm making this up, like, and we would get those cookies, let's go get one. And maybe your sibling's going to be like, no, it's far, like, I don't want to. And you're just going to grab them and say, no, 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 come on, let's go. It will be really fun. Let's reminisce and let's go get this cookie or whatever from your childhood and, and kind of take them one by one and and show them that it's okay to do things just for the heck of it. Um yeah. And then the other thing that I want to talk about, I, really like I think that's something. Yeah, please. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think that I really like that because I think part of like when I'm deciding what I'm going to do with the rest of my night, it's like, well, there's the things I need to check off and don't really like allow myself to just like, it's like, oh, what am I in the mood for? What do I want to do? That, um, and so I think, yeah, if I can kind of do that in myself it'll be easier yeah. up off on and, on my family and also just like you don't have to finish the checklist every night like I I get it I get I get the urge to do it but like it's okay to just be like I'm gonna do a spa night and literally like do 10 face masks watch a show like take time for yourself and be like this can actually wait till tomorrow because it's important and the fact that you're calling and the fact that you're thinking about this means that your soul is like craving a change and it's you want to call in more joy so you have to be the change you have to do it and you have to seek it and you have to do things I think I think a lot of it is like as you get into into adulthood and this is like this relates to your parents anybody's parents too as you get into adulthood and your responsibilities grow and your responsibilities to other human beings grow your capacity to do things just for the heck of it diminishes right you're like I don't have fucking time to go get my favorite cookie because I have to do six million things but it's important and crucial that we safeguard those few little things that we do for our ourselves every day or whenever we can because they actually allow us to show up better in our work in our relationships for our family yeah. like I genuinely believe in filling up your own cup first what well, you know what they say when you're on the airplane put on your oxygen mask first before you help Help another person and it's so true so you got to mm -hmm. raise your joy and give it back to your family and the last thing that I want to say is I know you love your family and I I love my family too but the holidays can be an incredibly difficult time for so many people because when you go home this is for everybody I'm saying now 
the lines blur and everything just bleeds and 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 when you go into your old home especially everybody kind of um regresses back to the roles that they played in childhood and and I do like I'm let me use myself in his example so I don't you know hopefully that will be helpful like for me I am a I'm a huge people pleaser and it's something that I work on really hard not to do. And I think, you know, in in work, I don't think anybody on my team would even think that I'm a people pleaser, right? When I get back to my yeah. family house, I am all of a sudden doing the fucking limbo to make people happy. <laughs> I am I am like an empath. Yeah. I'm like, "Mom, you look cold. Do you need a sweater? I'm worried that you're cold. Let me adjust the thing." Like I I completely regress back to who I was when I was a child. And it's so Mm -hmm. important for everyone to be vigilant about that going into the holidays because that's why we arrive in January fucking exhausted and worn out and we look up (laughs) and we're like, where the fuck did the last two months go? Why do I feel so tired? Why am I emotionally drained? You've got to set boundaries. Even even though that's not what you're calling about. You're calling about how to, you know, increase the joy in your life. But I'm telling you that you have to set those boundaries because it's all connected. It really is. That is super helpful. Thank you so much for for all the time today. Thank you for calling and call in and see. Tell yeah. me what works. Tell me how it goes. Tell tell us how you know. Give us an update because again, I think that this affects a lot more people than we think. Of course. Thank you so much. Thanks for really calling. Bye, babe. Bye. I think I scared her a little bit. I talked for too long. Um, but I'm very passionate about this subject. I I really am. I I think that it's like it's so difficult to. You know, everyone, there's that saying that's like, you know, we all become our parents, right? And I think I feel that, and I, I've always been really cognizant of that concept because, I mean, you guys know I love my parents, but if you've read my book and, you know, you've listened to me for a while, you know that there's also things that I don't agree with that they, you know, certain vibes that they have that I don't want. And I, so I think from a young age, I've always tried to be really cognizant of who I am and who I am and what is my parents and what I want to bring from them and what I don't want to bring from them and the role that I play in my family and how I don't want to play that role in my friend group and I don't want to play that role if I become a mother and etc. So I am very passionate about this topic. It's nuanced. It's difficult. But obviously I'm really passionate. I just spoke for 20 minutes but talk that girl's fucking ear off. I'm really sorry about that. I'm really sorry about that as well. Um, okay, let's talk to Sydney. Hi, Sydney. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm, I'm so excited. I'm good. What's going on? Yeah, so two things first I have to start out with is, one, you're amazing. Um, thank you so much for what you do. Thank and you. two, on your podcast, the producers that are laughing in the back make the the podcast like exponentially better like i, I agree okay yes thank you i i love it because i'm all out by here my lumps and my lonesome so i love when Jeron and steve laugh in fact i feel bad when they don't laugh now i feel like i'm performing for a live audience so thank you for saying that and i agree and everybody everybody actually writes to me and says that so i agree i love that i want to get more more laughter on the pod as always uh so thanks for saying that what's going yeah. on with you yeah so last week um there was um a young lady that talked about her boyfriend gaslighting her with like social media and saying it wasn't cheating. Um, and so I want, wanted to kind of like echo that. And yeah. this is a situation that was like a year ago. Um, and I'm out of, out, in the, out of the clear now and I'm good and everything, but just wanted to let anyone know who's going through this um, situation. Like it, it's, it's, it, it happens a lot. Okay. Yeah, um, tell us. So essentially I met this guy um, on hinge a year after like a really bad breakup, like, literally lost 10 pounds like was about to lose my job all that good stuff right so then I met someone um we started dating he had a birthday party that he was going to like literally maybe like a week into like officially being exclusive boyfriend girlfriend Mm -hmm. um and so he went home and you know he had a good time came back he was like oh yeah I got like these pictures um and there were polaroids and so I was like looking through them and he was telling me like yeah, like, this is my best friend, and they're, like, all guys, and then there was one with just him and a girl, and I was like, mm. oh, this is another friend. He's like, that's my ex. <gasps> and I was like, oh. oh yeah, I was God. like, oh, okay. Like, kind of, like, stomach <laughs> drop, and I'm like, are you guys friends? Are you, yeah. like, is this, like, an open relationship? Like, what is this? Yeah, right. And he was like, oh, yeah, we just, like, see each other when I go back home, and I was like, okay, cool. Well, oh. if you want to be with her, that's so fine, but I don't want that, so let me know now like we're a weekend I can yeah. cut you off like tomorrow right you know? and so he's like no 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 like 
I'll throw away the picture and like, you know, I, we don't even like really talk about blah, blah, blah. I'm like, great. So we go along our relationship, like, you know, a year in and like it, things just started to feel weird, you know, like that gut instinct, like yep. he's this there, I'm feeling weird, whatever. We're fighting a lot. Um, so I know you like advocate not to do this. And I promise myself I wouldn't do this ever again. <laughs> if I looked through his phone. You went through his phone. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. No, I it's know. okay. I, really, I like yeah. myself. So. No judgment. Yeah. 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 So, and what did you and, find? Yeah. So I'm like literally, and this is like perfect timing, Sydney. Um, but I literally was in the airport. I looked through Instagram and I blacked out because I was just like, I saw the name uh, and I was like scrolling and I just saw like a lot of messages. I didn't know what was the context, but I just like literally like it was a blur. And then he comes back and he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, uh, nothing. We should talk when we get back home. So we get back home, big fight. I'm like, why are you texting? Like, why? Like, why are you like talking to her? So yeah. you told me like a year ago, you guys were done. It doesn't make sense. It's on Instagram. Like out of all things, like when you text her, he's like, and this is like the kicker. And I'm so like, I feel like I can laugh about it now. But in the moment I was like, this makes so much sense. Um, yeah. He was like, she travels a lot internationally and she just wants to make sure she gets there safe so she texts oh my god oh my god i was like oh okay yeah safety go ahead (laughs) and he yeah he he literally was just like yeah um she i was like well what does she not have parents like is she she doesn't have any other friends like what no the lie it's like insane that's like really that's just yeah wow yeah, so then, of course, I believe that. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Like, you know, you're really close to her, blah, blah, blah. Okay, then I, like, fast forward, like, maybe a couple of weeks. I'm like, no, that's not, like, Sydney, come on. Like, that's not, like, right. you text <laughs> your family even when you're mad at them. So you're fine. You're like, right. he, she should be, she should have someone closer than him. Anyways, I look. They're not even following each other on Instagram. She's obviously, yeah. And so I was just like, okay, this is bad. And then I clearly, you know, broke up with him and moved on. But I just want people to know, like, if you have a like even the slightest inkling, don't look through their phone, but like really like sit down and think through that because I think once I did, I was able to move on and like I'm in a better spot and can yeah. laugh about it now. Obviously, yeah, yeah. No, it's painful, but it's always better to know. And it's just like ugh, the lies are so. It's crazy what we'll convince ourselves of. It's crazy what we'll allow. It's crazy what we'll let slide. It's just nuts. I'm so glad you're out of it. And I thank you for sharing that because I know, again, it's just like it's always so helpful to hear that other people have been through that type of stuff and that they got through it and they're better on the other side. Like to me, that's the most helpful thing to hear when you're going through shit. Mm -hmm. Thank you for calling. Oh, God. Thank God you're out of it. Oh, my God. Okay, you guys. I still don't condone going through phones, but if you have an inkling. Neither. uh, neither. Yes. I will never do it again. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, yeah. It's just like one of those things like I'm like do it once and it just really makes you not feel good about yourself. But if you move on from it, you're fine. Exactly. Um, But yeah, I just wanted people to know like it gets it gets way better. It gets better. What a good message. Oh, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. And I'm glad you're through it. I love you. you. Bye, babe. Let's talk to Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Good morning. How are you? I've got five minutes. What's going on? My God. (laughs) First, I just have to tell you, my friend and I were the first person to meet you on your book tour in Richwood, New Jersey. We were the first ones in line. Oh, my gosh. I loved you guys. You had the best energy. I remember it was like it made me feel calm because you had such good energy. Oh, I love Ridgewood. I need to go back for that ice cream. Wait, we have five minutes. Tell me what's going on. Right now, I know I'm totally in the hookup box with this guy. I've known him for 15 years. Okay. I just needed to get some. Okay. I get it. I get here. it. I read your book. We, we all been there. We've all been there. Um, and he has some trauma right now. He had a parent who died oh, five months ago. Oh he no. her primary caretaker. Oh. She died in his arms. It, it's a very sad situation. Oh, so gosh. I try to cut him a lot of slack. Yeah. Um, everything's been going. You know, just as expected, in the hookup box, yeah. we know what it is here. Yeah. We, we have boxes. I'm, I'm in it. I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. He uh, he hits me yesterday with the, we're getting too close. Oh. Mm. So, I know, I read your book. I talked to my friends. We all know, have a funeral. We're in the hookup box whatever i just need you to give me some positivity today thanks that's that's all i need right now Uh, coming right up Uh, so first of all you are an incredibly 
brilliant, self-aware person for knowing that you're in the hookup box. And I want everybody to hear, it can be okay if you're aware. If you're aware, it's a powerful tool to just know where you stand, right? So first of all, number one, you're very self-aware and lovely and, and that's all great. Second of all, it's okay. It's ended. You got some. It was good. And the fact that he's like, we're getting too close is like, he's going through shit. He likes you. He's catching feelings, but he doesn't want to be in a relationship. You know what? It's also another good thing because he's being honest, right? He's not going to ghost you. He's not going to string you along. Um, so now what do we do? You do hold a funeral, you move on, and you you say that was a great fling. It's perfect timing. It's the it's, you know, we're in October. Now we're heading into the best time of the year. There's so many fun holidays coming up. The weather is changing. Um, and now you can move on because he's, he's being clear with you. So hold a little funeral, say, I'm so glad I got laid. It was fantastic. Wishing him the best. And then cut off communication. Like, I would really not do the slow fade, even if he's like, oh, no, we can still see each other from time to time. I really wouldn't do that. I would I would ser- I would be like, I totally respect you. I've had a great time. Wish you the best. Bye. And then mute him on Instagram. Don't really answer his text. Now, do I think he's going to come back? I happen to. Yes, I happen to think men always come back or their lives. Or like, I happen to think he'll be back. However, you can deal with that when it comes. Right now, all you need to do is hold a funeral, go out, go out with your friends this weekend, have a fun time, be kind to him because obviously he is going through stuff and we have compassion. We are compassionate people on this show. So be, you know, be sweet and, and call it a day. It's great. It's great. This is why being in the, knowing where you stand is so powerful. It's so powerful because then you're just like, okay, I'm in the hookup box. No big deal. I, ha- I had great sex. Now I can move on. Right. It's a win. Okay. It's think- a win. I think it is a win. And it's just, I was exchanging short-term feelings for long-term, but let's just move on. I'll be kind to him, of course. I don't hope his life gets worse. No, no, we don't, we don't, we don't. But I think he'll probably come back because it sounds like he genuinely likes you. So I feel like that might happen. But no, we we hope we don't hope his life gets worse. But um, we need to protect your peace, too. So draw a line in the sand and, and have fun with your friends this weekend and think, wow, what a fun fling. That was awesome. Like you gotta, that's the shift is what a fun fling. And now I'm going to find someone even better. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. I just needed to hear that. And I'm so glad I got to talk to you again because we didn't have nearly enough time. I know. Likewise. Likewise. I love you so much. Have a great rest of your week, babe. I love you. Thank you. Bye. Oh, what a sweetheart. That was, I love Ridgewood though. Everyone there was so freaking nice in that town. Um, okay, you guys, that was our show. Uh, don't forget, you can always send me an email. It's me, Tinks, at SiriusXM.com if you want to follow up about something or ask me a question. Um, and I will see you guys back here on Friday. Uh, don't forget, new episodes of The Pod are available every Monday and Friday. If you like this show, share it with a friend. Tell them to tune in. I love you guys. I'll see you Friday. Bye. In quartzite, you gon' see me eating ten more times. Ugh, you can't take that bitch nowhere. Ugh, I look better with no hair. Ugh, ain't no sign I can't smoke hair. Ugh, yeah. give me the chance and I'll.